This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. What we're saying. I remember what we're saying. You remember how it goes? Yeah, the best way to support our show is by going to boardwalkaudio.com. Just click the... Slash material. Just click the support our artist button, which will take you to Amazon. Just stop like you normally would, and Amazon will send us a little bit of money, which we will then use to insert funny thing. Yeah. I right? That's it. it. <laughs> I don't know. It's because I've edited so much that I just remember it now. <laughs> yeah. The sun is up, the sky is clear, but all is lost when you aren't here. Where did you go? Where did you go? Where did you go? I just don't know. Where did you go? Why aren't you here? Everything changed when you disappear. By the way, the song is about the Muppet Babies. Hello, I'm Matt Manser. And I'm Eileen Mary O'Connell, and this is Skaterial, the Muppet Babies episode podcast where we investigate the disappearance of the Muppet Babies character, Skeeter. Skeeter, uh, if you don't know, uh, is a character on Muppet Babies who we only see on Muppet Babies. We never see her as an adult with mm-hmm. the other grown-up Muppets. No, and we just we just want to know why. Why do we see Kermit as an adult in the Muppet movies and TV shows? Why do we see Gonzo the Great? Skeeter's great. Why don't we see her? Yeah, why Why not? Skeeter is great. Um, but what what happened to her? Is she in hiding? Is mm-hmm. she still with us? She better still be with us, Matt. But then if so, what, what, happened? what happened? We don't We don't know where she is, and mm-hmm. we are, we're concerned, intrigued, all these things. Mm-hmm. Sad. Sad. Confused, mm-hmm. um, uh, hungry, hungry because I have I have do not have an appetite anymore. But you're hungry. Also. But I'm hungry. But like I just can't eat. Like I try to eat and it just tastes like it all tastes like ash. That's really sad. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, so uh, on Skeeterial, we are investigating by watching every episode of Muppet Babies looking for clues into the invest- into the disappearance of Skeeter. Mm-hmm. And to help us uh, in every show, we bring in a special guest to uh, give their insights into this, this mystery we cannot figure out mm-hmm. on our own. It's good to get outside perspectives. I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, From people who can still eat and not taste ash in their food. Yeah, um... I don't know if that's true about our next guest well, or not, but find we'll out. find out. Um, uh, you can see he's a regular performer at the UCB Theater. Ronnie Adrian, thank you for being with us. Yes. Thank, uh, thank you, yeah, Ronnie. Th- thank you for having me on this very important podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, how, how, how much of a Muppet Babies viewer are you or were you or currently are? Um, I actually... Uh, I don't necessarily know if I'm currently so much anymore, but mm-hmm. I did grow up watching M- the Muppet Babies. And did but you wonder? I watched it recently and was like, it was, I don't know. I think as a kid, you watch it and you're so in it. And as an adult, I was like, oh man, this is a, such a big show on make believe. Yeah. yeah. It make believe a lot. Also forgot the fact that they do all their, uh, like, they have those things where they'll go from cartoon to, like, real. Yeah. Like, yeah. Stuff. I mean, it's all real, of course. Yeah, this is a documentary. Right, right. Sorry. But still, it. it is, but animation is real, as yes, we all know. Yes, we know this is a fact. It's the reality that we live in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's still a dream. Sometimes I don't even. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. It's, it's already How? happening. It's already happening, man. Sir. Did I'm you crying. wonder? Yeah. Uh, Ronnie, did you wonder about, uh, as a kid watching it, did you ever wonder why is there no adult Skeeter or yeah. is this... Were you like, who's this, who's this character that we don't see as an adult and why does she look so much like Scooter, who we do see as an adult? Mm, uh, you know what, I, I always kind of had like, I don't know, call me like a conspiracy theorist or whatever, Ooh. but I always kind of had like an idea of being like, whatever... 
Like, wait, do we see Skeeter? Now, and I never really looked into it. Right. Once you start looking into stuff, that's when they got you. The government is like, oh, this person's getting Ooh. too close and they come and get you up or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I always was like, something I always thought, but I just didn't know the right place or the right people to ask. Yeah. you know, fear of the repercussions that would happen. Mm-hmm. I had never thought about that aspect before. And that's what we are doing. Mm-hmm. Is the government going to come after us? I've I've thought about it a little bit, so I avoid all men in suits. Mm. That's just a, so a yeah. man in a suit a in works a suit. for the government. Yeah, I I just I run away. You can't uh, you can't go to weddings. I can't go to weddings. You I just just run the opposite direction. I just I just run far away. Unless if it's unless if it's like a casual fun theme wedding, but right those are few. People like to be fancy. Yeah, I like to be safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my. My cousins years ago got married on Halloween and had a costume wedding. Oh, I could have gone. I could have gone, gone to that. that. Yeah, that's nice. I miss going to weddings. Um, who also probably misses going to weddings is Skeeter. Skeeter. We imagine she hasn't gone, or else if she had, someone would have seen her. Yeah, there'd be there'd be like photo booth pictures because weddings have photo booths a lot, and we would see her smiling with some some funny props like a mustache on a stick. Yeah, that's funny. That is. I mean, has. As an adult, to your recollection, has Scooter ever mentioned Skeeter at all? No. No. No, he's mentioned his mother on the on the recent Muppets show called The Muppets. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did. He talks about his mother a lot, but never his his twin sister Skeeter. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting indeed. I remember when I watched Muppet Treasure Island, and I was like. Maybe this time we'll see her. Maybe Skeeter is the treasure this whole time. Mm. It wasn't Skeeter. She was not the treasure. It was. Was it just treasure? It was just treasure. <laughs> so, I know you're very sad about I'm very, I yeah. have, there is just, I'm just in a little, we, we fashioned one of those kiddie pools that you can get at like Costco or mm. any store really just to, so I can sit in and it can collect my tears yeah, and then we will uh, take the salt out of it and use it as drinking water. Mm-hmm. And take the salt and use just use it uh, as, as salt. salt. <laughs> just as salt. Mm-hmm. I mean, very resourceful here. This is a very resourceful podcast. We're all about resources. We're about resources. We're about... Uh, Being serious. Uh, what's the word? Renewable, renewable things. Yeah, renewable things. Yeah, that's the term. Mm-hmm. Well, should we talk about the episode? Uh, yes. Yes, we should. <laughs> This is the 11th episode of Skeeterio, so we'll be discussing the 11th episode of Muppet Babies uh, called uh, uh, Fun Park Fantasies. Mm-hmm. Um, Eileen, would you like to begin the recap? I would love to. The babies are playing with paper airplanes. Skeeter chirps, wow, this is great. I love folding paper airplanes. Fozzie throws his, and it immediately dives into Piggy's glass of milk. Piggy asks what it's doing in there, and Fozzie says, I don't know, diving for cookies? She dumps the milk on his head. Scooter tells Skeeter that her plane's not as good as his because he designed his by computer. He throws the plane, which turns into footage of a real plane soaring. He says, beat that, sis, and Skeeter replies, no sweat, Scooter. She throws her plane, which also turns into a real and faster plane. Scooter can't believe it. Well, as we've talked about a lot on Skeeterial, the mm-hmm. sibling rivalry between Scooter and Skeeter is a major, major factor. It's a and major it's factor. Very much on display here. Um, Scooter can't take it when his sister is better than him at something. No, he he thinks that because he's got computer smarts, he's better than her. But she's got life smarts. Life smarts. Life smarts. <laughs> Um, if if I may interject here, absolutely. Um, you know, I will definitely say that um, it it did seem like in the sibling the sibling rivalry between the two that uh, Skeeter has way more confidence in her abilities than Scooter does. Mm-hmm. Like I think Scooter does. You know, he he puts up a fight, but I think there's a certain natural, you know, a natural winningness. That Skeeter exudes that I don't. And I think Scooter's always trying to like make up for and bravado. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm I I'm with you on that. Yeah. Uh, also, um, 
because um, obviously you two are um, well versed in the Muppet Babies universe. Um, Which is our universe. No, yes, of course, of course, of course. Um, but, you know, it's just like if I said the animal kingdom, you would say it's our kingdom. I mean, yes, yeah. but you, obviously you look into it. Um, yeah. But the question I, 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 I have is, do, in a lot of past episodes, uh, when uh, Skeeter and Scooter have some sort of a challenge amongst each other, does Scooter win sometimes, or, or, or does Scooter win enough, or is, does he win sometimes, but Skeeter is usually the victorious one? Hmm. I would say usually they kind of squabble until somebody interrupts it, and mm-hmm. then it kind of just it just leaves unresolved usually yeah. like usually like they'll be fighting and nanny comes in or like fives so you'll be like it's about me now mm-hmm. yeah it's usually not like a kind of competition where there would be a clear winner or loser it's more just general bickering i would yeah. say mm-hmm. but in this case there was a clear winner it was skeeter she threw the better plane mm-hmm. yeah um so does scooter do you think later scooter Scooter's sort of inferiority towards Skeeter mm-hmm. came Ooh. came out, and something happened there. Mm-hmm. Like he did something with Skeeter. I don't know, Ronnie. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I mean, I think that it. I think that's a good. I think that's a possibility. I mean, I, and honestly, this episode has a lot of um, um, things that happen that kind of can support that idea mm-hmm. that you know, Scooter got tired. And, you know, and at this some point, he's like, I can't keep living in your shadow. Like, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. we, we don't know. But like I said, if I was a lawyer, and I'm not, obviously, because I do comedy. Um, Good, because then you would be wearing a suit and I could not hang out with you. It's true. That's why I chose comedy. Because you. you can be as non-dressed up as you want and still yeah. be taken, uh, you know, and still be respected at your job. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. But, yeah, there are a lot of examples in this episode of, like, wow, how, like, you know, something could happen and how you could see how Scooter kind of flew off the deep end one time, but that one time ended up being a fatal time, you know? Ooh. Just, but yeah. just, once again, it's just me speculating. I'm not necessarily saying that's what happened. I just, it's a possibility. Well, no, every possibility should be explored. And, I mean, we've, we've mentioned Scooter as a possible suspect mm-hmm. before. so Every time we mention Scooter, I add another underline to his name that I have written down on the board. There's yeah. a lot of underlines right now. Yeah, I'm there's... just going to give me a second to draw another one. Okay. There's 20,000 underlines. There's 20,000 exactly. underlines. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, mm-hmm. it's a big moment. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we should go back to the recap. Uh, next on the episode, uh, Gonzo makes a... Gonzo-sized airplane and sits in it, imagining himself flying. Animal yells, enemy plane, and hits it with ping-pong balls, imagining them as bullets. Uh, That's when Nanny comes in and asks, what was that crash? The babies say nothing, and Nanny says it's time to go to bed because they're getting up early to go to the fun park. The babies get ready for bed as Nanny says the fun park has lots of things like a haunted house and roller coasters. The babies crawl into their cribs, and Nanny says she'll see them in the morning, turns off the lights, and leaves. She just let those babies crawl into the cribs by themselves. That's, they're, not, they're not old enough to put themselves to bed. They, are, they do. They, they're very good climbers. They're good climbers, but that doesn't seem safe. She doesn't tuck them in. There's just no nurturing, and it's just another classic example of Nanny being a terrible guardian. A terrible. Mm-hmm. We've seen it episode after episode. Yeah, I, she's got 30,000 underlines under her name. Yeah. I'll have you know. They both hit big marks today. 20,000 for Scooter, 30,000 mm-hmm. for Nanny. Yeah, two milestones. Yeah, and this uh, this fun park, it sounds like an amusement park. I don't know why she calls it a, a fun park. Yeah, why would it be called a fun park? Just call it its name. Ronnie, it- have you heard of an amusement park called a fun park yeah. before? Um. Mm, hmm. No, I mean, I you know honestly, I I don't know why she would do that, but you know, nanny is nanny's a nanny's a weird one. Yeah, you know, so 
I can't. I don't know. I can't sit. I can't even speculate on what I think what her her thought process would be. Because yeah. I bet if you went to that amusement park, it would say rather amusement park or be like Six Flags or something. But yeah, she calls it a fun park because she's so weird. Yeah, it's just her being weird. And some people are weird. It doesn't make her a murderer. No, that's true. But it could. It could. Um, also, um, just a oh, Ron, general. Ron, Ronnie's tearing up too right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I <laughs> just. Uh, oh, it's, it's, uh, I mean, just the thought of being someone that that devoted their life to taking care of kids, but then in the end, taking care of <laughs> a kid. I don't know. Right, it just, taking it just care. It breaks my heart, man. It breaks oh, my it heart. Does. It's hard. Yeah, I it's mean, hard. it could be. It's been a long con by Nanny. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I wonder about this with the with the fun park or amusement park uh, that they're supposed to go to. Uh, the rides are always like you have to be this tall to ride them. Yeah, these Muppet babies are not they are tall. Not, they're babies. They're, they're just tiny babies. Yeah. How are they going to enjoy any of the rides? Yeah, they can't go on. A, she like specifically, she says that there's roller coasters with big loop de loops. You can't. No, babies can't. Babies go on cannot it. go on that. That's a good point. That is a very good point. Babies cannot go on roller coasters with loop de loops. I, I guess that's probably because I don't remember them imagining that. Oh yeah, in the in, when they imagine there's. They imagine what the theme park's going to be like. They don't really focus on the roller coasters in their imagine. Yeah. Probably because they know that they can't go on it because they're so tiny babies. Does Nanny, do you think Nanny would want them to go on roller coasters to like stage an, an accident? Ooh. I'm doing the, the air quotation marks around accident mm-hmm. to imply that it would not be an accident somehow. Well, I, I think Nanny would be smart enough to know that well I'm going to take the kids to an amusement park but they won't be able to ride a roller coaster but she also seems like the type of person that would go like hey one of you Muppet babies is in charge of the other ones I'm going to go ride a roller coaster real quick and then maybe hope for an abduction <laughs> oh yeah air quotes mm-hmm. you know. yeah we're all doing air quotes right now mm-hmm. yeah Nanny does often let the babies fend for themselves so that would not surprise me it if she not. did that at the fun park the fun park doesn't Sound very fun to me. Not if you're getting abducted. No, getting abducted is not fun. Not I just want to make that clear right now. Right. I, I, I want to support that. Thank you. It is not fun. Thank you so we much. Agree. All right. Next on the episode, the babies are excited about the fun park and imagine that they're there. Piggy pictures fireworks, including ones forming the shape of Kermit and Piggy in a heart. Gonzo imagines a firework Gonzo approaching firework Piggy in a skyrocket, but firework Piggy tells him to buzz off. Back in the nursery, Kermit, who I just want to point out is lying next to Piggy in the same crib, uh, says that they're going to be going to the park during the day, not at night when there would be fireworks. So Piggy reimagines the fun park during the day. Gonzo sees a cotton candy machine and uses his nose as a stick to gather the cotton candy. Uh, Piggy and Kermit ride on the Flying Elephant ride, which appears to just be a ripoff of the Dumbo ride at Disneyland. The Flying Elephant flies off the ride and around the park, and Kermit says hi to Fozzie and Gonzo, who are down below. Uh, yeah, that the crib setup is very, very suspicious. Weird. Yeah, just alarming. Like Piggy already, Piggy's already so thirsty to Kermit, mm-hmm. and. Up until now, it's been kind of just like he's been going along with it. But is he kind of just stringing her along if he's just sleeping next to her in the crib? And uh, you, you think you think Kermit is is leading? Uh, I think Kermit's always been standoffish. I do, too, but he's never but... really stood up for himself if he's really not interested either. I guess so. Maybe she was like, "Hey, this is going to be the whole sleeping arrangement," and he was just like, "Gulp, okay." <laughs> Because he goes gulp a lot in the he show. He goes gulp and like, um, well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, as an observer, it seems like the type of thing where, you know, obviously, um, Piggy is very um, to the point of her expectations from Kermit um, mm-hmm. regarding the relationship. And I think Kermit right now is in that phase where it is like, oh, <laughs> come on, Piggy. You know, like trying to like trying to like you know, pass it off because it's embarrassing to turn somebody down. You know, like yeah. it's, it's it's one of those things that like, you know, you don't want to hurt someone's feelings and be like, look, if I, if he has a heart to heart and he's like, 
hey, look, Piggy, while I think that you're a, a good person, I don't know. Maybe he's feeling somebody else. Ooh. Maybe Skeeter. Skeeter. <gasps> oh. oh. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm putting a squiggly line under Kermit and Piggy's relationship that I wrote down. Just their, re- their relationship? Yeah, just their relationship. <laughs> may, may, may have made Skeeter disappear. Uh-huh. A love, Piggy's. Tr- a love triangle. If down the line, Kermit did admit feelings for Skeeter, and Piggy would have not been happy about no, that. No, because she's very aggressive. Oh. She she uh, poured milk on Fozzie's head just just a few moments ago in that episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She knows karate. She knows karate. She does. She has... She knows crazy. She knows... Oh, ooh. Mm. Stole that from James Brown. Hmm. <laughs> Just have to give give James Brown credit. I did not come up with mm-hmm. that line. Oh well, it's good that you're. <laughs> uh, this time I'm just crying because I love beautiful music. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also wanted to point out when Kermit said hi to Fozzie and Gonzo from like they were in the ground and he was flying. Just because there's a, a a theme that's. This, I guess, is the second time recurring where he can't really decide on, he can't pick which one's his best friend. Right. Like, there's just, like, there's one episode, a previous episode, where in the episode he calls both Fozzie and Gonzo his best friend in separate moments, and just pick a best friend, Kermit. Or don't label either as a best friend. Mm-hmm. Just say they're both good, good friends. Good friends. Yeah. Be your own best friend, Kermit. Yeah. You need it, because you're letting that... That pig just just walk all over your dignity. That's, I'm doing air air a Z snap kind of like yeah. an air quote. Uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, sort of going along with talking about piggies uh, being thirsty for Kermit. It's very thirsty. Um, thirsty the way for Kermit. The way these kids are being raised, there doesn't appear to be parents. Uh, so it is uh, nanny appears to be their. You want to say adoptive mother, mm-hmm. so they're basically siblings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's just weird. You know, it's you don't weird. see Scooter and Skeeter. You can see one of them going after the other. I hope. I, I mean, they no. are biological siblings. They are but, biological siblings, but we don't know if they're the last of their species, whatever species they are, or not. Yeah, they might have to. Mm. I don't want that. But they also we've. We have ideas of what species they might be. So if they're uh, capybaras, there's plenty of capybaras hanging around. So yeah, they're fine. Pretty sure they're capybaras. I'm pretty sure they're capybaras. Ronnie, you know what a capybara is? I do not. They're very cute. They're very cute. <laughs> oh, and and uh, that that okay. They're re- they're real animals. They're real animals. Oh, I, oh, I I assumed it. Uh, our engineer Robert Chan is huh. is showing him a capybara. Okay. Listeners, if you have Google at the ready, just search Capybara. See what see what might happen. And see if start put do a Google image search for Capybara and if a picture of Skeeter comes up, then we'll know. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, just let us know. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Also, um I don't know if this has been addressed in any of the past episodes, but if you actually see Skeeter or know her, um also, let us know. Yeah, yeah. I could really, you know, yeah, put it into this kind of Absolutely. searching that we're looking for. If you actually know Skeeter, like if Skeeter's just like working in your office in a cubicle as like I don't know, an uh, account management consultant or something, like it'd be really helpful to us if yeah. you just told us. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll respect her privacy. We just want to know if she's okay. We don't want to intrude her life if she doesn't want that mm-hmm. we just want to know we just want that closure yes. so that we can go back to our normal lives yeah that's of it. being dolphin trainers i yeah. mean and look even if it's like some sort of a yeah that's cool that y'all dolphin train by the yeah, way i really yeah. we get back to that <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. it's been like, a while yeah, yeah they're not like the sea world dolphins like they're not in captivity we go to the ocean and we just train wild dolphins yeah mm-hmm. I, just like push-ups and stuff we train them how to do push-ups yeah personal <laughs> trainers for dolphins and i've seen you guys do it and i would have to say like it was some of the most amazing work that i've ever seen Thank with you. like animals in the in the wild ocean mm-hmm. mm. yeah um yeah thank any you. animal can be trained 
but we can't. Oh, is that why that is that why you have that written right here in your studio? Yeah, that's uh, that's just my personal mantra. Any animal can be trained. Yes, smiley face. All right, uh, back to the episode. Uh, We're back on the ground, uh, and Skeeter and and Animal are approached by a balloon salesman who says he's selling every color of the rainbow, uh, but really there are only like four colors of balloons. Uh, Animal holds Skeeter's hand and says, balloon, balloon. And Skeeter says, okay, Animal, you can have one. But Animal grabs a whole bunch, making him float away. Scooter, Gonzo, Fonzie, and Ralph shout, Animal, in unison. And then Skeeter, with her hands uh, clapped against her face in horror, says, Animal, by herself. Uh, but but it, uh, back in the flying elephant, Kermit pours popcorn kernels into the elephant's trunk and shoots them at Animal's balloons, popping them one by one. Uh, back in the nursery, Animal pops a balloon, and the babies go back under the covers, pretending to sleep. Nanny comes in and says, I heard that, kids. She tells them to quiet down and sleep. Wow. Wow. A little insight into the relationship, friendship between Animal and Skeeter that we've never seen before, Mm -hmm. because they seem like they had animals holding her hand and asking for balloons. Maybe there's a maternal thing going on, or maybe Mm. they're just really good friends. I don't know. Yeah. And, you know, we've never heard... Animal mentioned Skeeter no. as an adult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He just plays the drums. That's true. I mean, but to be fair, I think Animal's missing just a tad few brain cells. So mm-hmm. he doesn't mention much. Yeah. He doesn't have a strong vocabulary. Not at all. I mean, and this might be a little bit off topic, but I I just wonder how does, you know, how does... How does the 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 animal gods work? You know, because who decides that which animals can talk and be babies like humans and who will just be an elephant that those ones can ride on? You know, like right. the elephant wasn't talking. The elephant was just like an elephant. You know? Yeah. So yeah. why couldn't that elephant also be like, I'll help you kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's an animal just like them. So why? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's... Um, but is the elephant a Muppet? Is that the difference? Like if you're mm. an animal but also a Muppet, you can talk. But if you're an animal but not a Muppet, you can't talk. Mm. We have not successfully trained the dolphins to talk yet, but that's because it's not part of our physical fitness routine. Yeah. Is there a Muppet dolphin? I can't think of one. No. There was a Muppet elephant mm-hmm. on uh, Muppets Tonight. Uh his name. He was paired up with Pepe. Oh, Seymour. Seymour was his name, oh, and they did name. like a vaudeville act. Seymour disappeared too. We <gasps> should look into that too. Um, my heart can't take these disappearances. Seymour could be with Skeeter. We yeah. gotta buy more yarn. We gotta buy. We gotta start Seymorial. Seymorial. Tune in for our new podcast, Seymorial, where where I just. We'll never become a dolphin trainer ever again with all these mysteries. Yeah, it's just one one mystery after the other. <laughs> Those dolphins are getting out of shape. If there are any, if there are any dolphin, Eileen, calm down, stop I can't. crying. Stop it's crying. so it hurts. Yeah, hey, um, we might want to get these cords because this pool is filling up pretty hard, and I, I don't know. want to yeah. be shocked by your microphone. Oh, you're right. Let's. We um, could get our PA to uh, drain this pool a little yeah. bit. If uh, Lawrence can come in here and just sort of, you know, scoop some water oh, out. Oh, here, here he comes. Thank, thank you, Lawrence. What is that? He's a camel? Yeah. Oh. Lawrence is a camel. We trained him. We trained to... him. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Yeah, right, thank he's, you. He's going away. He's drinking the drinking the tears. Oh, he can hold that for 21 days, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I learned about that in zoo books. Mm-hmm. all crying yeah, i didn't think i was gonna be, i didn't think i was gonna cry like <laughs> on this podcast but i yeah I've, yeah I've shed some tears is this time for a word from our sponsor um we should mention our sponsor uh, uh puffs facial tissue uh puffs for when you are crying about missing skeeter and seymour and you need to wipe away the tears except for the ones that fall into your pool puffs that's good. And that was already written. So. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. That's crazy how things just add up sometimes, mm-hmm. how they just line up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's... All right. So uh, back to the episode. Uh, the babies hide under the covers to make sure Nanny is gone. 
Skeeter turns on a flashlight under her face, which Fozzie thinks is a monster. Ralph says, it's only Skeeter, and Skeeter says, ooh, you guys do look like monsters. Ooh. Scooter says the spooky house at the fun park is even scarier. Fozzie imagines them at the spooky house. The babies enter a mirror maze, and Fozzie keeps running into the mirrors. He says, Scooter, Skeeter, where are you? Then he bumps into our TV screen and asks if we know the way out of here. Then Fozzie winds up in an upside-down room where the furniture is on the ceiling, and Scooter, Skeeter, and Ralph are also on the ceiling, but Fozzie is sure that they're the ones who are upside-down, not him. Skeeter says that it's three against one, uh, then Ralph suggests Fozzie asks Kermit which way is upside down, but Kermit is standing on the wall, <laughs> making it even more confusing. Uh, then we're back in the nursery. The babies tell Fozzie to quiet down, because if Nanny knows they're still awake, they'll never get to go to the fun park. They see from the crack under the door that Nanny has turned off the hallway light, and the babies decide to actually try to go to sleep. There's a lot to unpack here. Yes, there is. Um, I, I, I feel I, I must mention that in the beginning part, um, it's interesting because they hid under the covers um, to make sure that Nanny, the coast was clear, but they made Gonzo take a look. And how Gonzo looked was he stuck his nose mm-hmm, as a periscope out of the covers and with 100% confidence was like, yeah, the coast is clear. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what that means, like, honestly, but I, I think it's just another one of those things that shows, like, how, you know, amazing Gonzo is. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's so weird that Miss Piggy just gives him no play mm-hmm. every, every, every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gonzo has a nose with the power of sight, it would mm-hmm. appear. And the power to... Uh, gather cotton candy that we saw earlier in the episode yeah Mm -hmm. those are two great powers Mm -hmm. any pig or or alien or anybody would be lucky to have gonzo yeah i mean his imagination his imagination is strong Mm -hmm. like and it's and and everything he follows through with has such confidence and Mm. it's like this is a guy that's definitely going he's when he grows up he's he's going to achieve things because he's trying to He's reaching for that next thing. He's not somebody who's going to be complacent in his life. You mm-hmm. know? Well, I think Piggy, it would appear, uh, she wants to have like all, all the power in yeah. a relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gonzo is very confident. He's not going to be pushed around. Kermit kind of lets Piggy boss him around, and mm-hmm. I think she likes that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, the thing is... Uh, and I agree with that, but I also say that I think, but every time Gonzo is speaking to Piggy, he's very snivelly, if that's the word. Like, I, I don't feel yeah. like he doesn't, mm-hmm. it feels like if she gave him the chance, he would also let her boss him around. Ooh. You know? Yeah, but instead I think she, so. But instead she, you know, and I don't want to be the guy to call it out, but instead she always speaks negatively of his looks, mm-hmm. of the color of his skin. Mm-hmm. Oof. Calls him a, a weirdo. Calls, Calls him, him a weirdo. weirdo. You know, sometimes you know, and maybe you know, and from my uh, from from my remembrance, maybe I could be remembering this wrong. Sometimes she strikes him. Yeah. You know, so it's she like, strikes a lot of people. Yeah, she's very, very aggressive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, uh, you know, it's a different time, it's a different yeah. world. So obviously, it's, it's just like whatever. But I don't know. I think we have to look at stuff like this and say. You know what? What? What are we? What are we condoning here? What are we letting slide? Here? Yeah. Nanny, mm-hmm. where are you going to step in at and yeah. tell her, Piggy, when you going to raise her? You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like and be like, hey, you can't. If you want to make it in the real world, you can't be this person. You know, yeah. I don't know. Well, you know, who am I? You're you're a right person. That's who you yeah. are. And also, what about this this upside down room? I think raises some interesting mm-hmm. things. Could could Skeeter be in an upside down room? Could we have just been not looking at ceilings? Quick, everybody look up. Okay, she's not on the ceiling. She's not on this ceiling, but she could be on a ceiling. Ce- oh mm-hmm. my gosh. All this time I've entered rooms looking for her and I just look at the floor and the four walls. I there's so many ceilings I've I've forgotten about. Um maybe Skeeter is a fan of the Lionel Richie song, Dancing on the Ceiling. Maybe Skeeter's a fan. 
st- uh, on the ceiling. Ceiling fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you ever thought about that? Maybe, maybe she is. Like, um, everyone, if you're around a ceiling fan, look up and see if you see any orange curls hanging from your ceiling fan. Yeah. Any purple glasses. Yeah. Perhaps an exposed belly button. If you see that, it might, it might be Skeeter. Please it, let us know. It's possible that it could be Skeeter. Yeah. I had a ceiling fan that was really good at gymnastics, and now I'm wondering. What? I'm thinking. Oh, my God. I know. I didn't, I didn't put it together. I was like, wow, that ceiling fan's really good at gymnastics. My God, that's a huge lead. I know. Well. well you should call your parents. I'm going to call my parents. It wasn't at my parents' house, oh. but oh. I'll call them. Just you should, you they, should say hi. They're, yeah. wor- they're yeah. really worried yeah. about me. Everyone should call their parents. <laughs> if you haven't talked to your parents this week, you should do that. Yeah. Because, um, you know, you're going to get old one day if you're not old already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Then you'll just get older. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just be older. Okay. Should we move on? Yeah. Under the covers, Skeeter asks Scooter if he's been on a merry-go-round. Scooter says he hasn't, but he's seen one on TV. They imagine themselves on a merry-go-round, and Skeeter says, Wow, this is great. Scooter wants him to slow down because he's afraid of horses. Skeeter says, Silly, these aren't real horses. Skeeter says these horses can do anything they make believe they can, and then she gallops away on the merry-go-round horse. Scooter's horse chases after hers, and Scooter says, Whoa! Skeeter cheers, Don't tell them, Whoa! Tell them, Go, go, go! And giddy-ups her horse to make it go even faster. Now they're jockeys in an actual horse race, and Skeeter says that she won. Scooter thinks he won, so they leave it up to the photo finish. But the photo shows that the horses are also arguing over who won. Back in the nursery, Scooter and Skeeter are straddling the sides of their crib. (laughs) Back in the nursery, Scooter and Skeeter are straddling the sides of their crib like a horse. The babies do the same. They all straddle the side of the crib. Which brings us to this episode's song, Merry-Go-Round, where the babies sing about a merry-go-round that goes all around the world and all the amazing places they can visit. Yeah, the straddling thing was really weird. (laughs) It was uncomfortable. But it's, uh, it's horses. It's horses, but I don't know. What are you thinking? I don't know. They're riding horses. You're you're right. I guess you think I'm... riding horses is weird. It kind of is. It kind I of. Guess. It's a weird. It's an animal. Again, mm-hmm. they don't. Horses don't talk. As no. Sort of Ronnie mentioned yeah. earlier, the animals yeah. that do and don't talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Do is there was there a horse Muppet? Um, I remember seeing horse Muppets. From time to time, yeah, there was some horses in uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, mm. and those speak? talk oh, that okay. speak. Yeah, yeah they, they sing. They sing. They, they sing about Scrooge. Yeah, the the first song with yeah. Scrooge. Ooh. There Ooh. goes Mister Humbug. There goes Mister Grim. There was a prize for being mean. The winner would be him. And so it's on. My, and so on. <laughs> and so on. Uh, you, so you, you you've seen a Muppet Christmas Carol. You get it. Yeah, Skeeter's not in that. She's not. She's not in that. I don't think Scooter's in. Is Scooter even in? I think he... Ooh. Well, tune in for our special Christmas episode in December for where we... Scooterial. Unlo- Scooterial. <laughs> oh, if Scooter went missing too, I... Well, Scooter has been found since then. Since then, but... But he, maybe he disappeared or maybe just... Maybe he was looking for Skeeter while they were making Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, he was looking for his own Christmas miracle. Mm-hmm. I-, I think... This particular portion of the show, um, the Muppet Babies episode, um, is really important, you know, and I think it's really important to the psyche of these Muppets because um, during that part, everyone agreed that they were going to go to sleep. They mm-hmm. were like, we want to go to sleep, so therefore we can, you know, wake up in the morning and have fun at the fun park. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone goes down to go to sleep. Everyone's saying goodnight. But for some reader, for some reason, Skeeter was still up. Skeeter was out there having a good time, and Scooter was like, "What's going on?" And Skeeter was like, "Well, this is what I'm doing, mm-hmm. you know." Yeah. I and I think, and and I'm saying it because you got to look into it. It seems like, and as this particular part of the episode keeps progressing, it looks like Skeeter is a big, big part of like he's she's a big influence on Scooter in a way that I don't think he liked too much. You know, he she's always like, "Yeah, don't do that. Do this or." come on, man, let's do this thing that's like that he's afraid to do or everyone else might be a little bit apprehensive about doing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I want to do it. You know, someone mm-hmm. is always seeking that thrill. Right. I mean. She's you know, a thrill seeker. She's a thrill seeker. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, I, I don't want to say that, you know, maybe there wasn't any foul play with her disappearance, but at the same time, 
maybe she Amelia Earhart herself. You know, like yeah. we don't yeah. we don't know where she is. There was a previous episode where she's flying a plane. Yeah. So maybe that could be. You know, like I mean anything because like you know she could be somebody that's like, I, you know, what? I'm just gonna pack up and get out of here, and she gets on her motorcycle. And she drives off in the sunset, you know, going to see around the world or whatever. And we just never hear from her again. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. What if what if she's in a really long eat, pray, love scenario? Whoa. Where she's just trying to find herself. It's really long. Like, what, like 25 years yeah. long? It's, yeah. I mean, but sometimes some, will, some people are harder to find than others, you know? Maybe she's going to write... Uh, her own book that's like an eat, pray, love mm-hmm. called uh, uh, Gymnastics. Uh, gymnastics and Gymnastics Love. love. Well, we'll look for that book if that exists and we'll know. Then we'll know for sure. Yeah. And if it doesn't, then the mystery continues. continues. Well, should we continue? Uh, yeah. Well, this is uh, the final part of the episode. Uh, so, uh, uh, Piggy, riding on a chariot car in the merry-go-round, now imagines herself as Cleo Piggy, uh, and Kermit, as, uh, Kermit Anthony from Rome has an offer, uh, for her to be his partner in a series of pyramid-shaped fast food stands. Uh, Cleo Piggy is disappointed that he doesn't have a romantic offer for her, and even more disappointed when Emperor Julius Gonzo asks her to marry him. Uh, instead of that, she makes Kermit, Anthony, and Julius Gonzo have a chariot race, and the winner gets to spend all day with her at the fun park. They race, and Fozzie, the announcer, says that uh, the race reminds him of a joke. Uh, Why did the chariot driver pull to the side of the road? Give up? To keep from running over the chicken. The crowd throws a tomato, and then Gonzo wins the race. Uh, So Piggy asks Skeeter to give Gonzo Piggy's things. Skeeter says, sure thing, and carries in an enormous stack of suitcases with no problem. She hands the stack to Gonzo, who struggles to hold it. Suddenly, the alarm goes off, and we're back in the nursery as the babies groggily wake up. Nanny comes in and tells the babies to rise and shine, but the babies are too tired. Nanny says, but last night you couldn't wait to go. And Kermit says, pretending to go to the fun park is just as tiring as going for real. The rest of the babies agree and go back to sleep. Nanny drops her hands from her hips and turns around, and that's the end of the episode. It's interesting, first off, I think, that we're in this merry-go-round fantasy, mm-hmm. and then there's a fantasy within the fantasy mm-hmm. of, of Piggy as Cleo Piggy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, this is just how, sort of, they're in this excited dream state where they have dreams within dreams. Yeah, dreams. Mm-hmm. Did this inspire the movie Inception? Mm. Could it? Oh, I mean, you have to ask Christopher Nolan. Get right. on the podcast and ask. Yeah, Mr. Nolan, if you're out there and want to be on our podcast. Also, if you have any ceiling fans that look suspicious. Yeah. Something I just, this this kind of may be mind-blowing. Oh. It's kind of blowing my mind thinking about it. What if we're all in a fantasy? What if we're all something that Skeeter is dreaming herself? Whoa. 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 Oh, Whoa! I don't know how we what? could prove that. Oh. What? It's. Wow, <laughs> you mean, I'm inside. I could be inside Skeeter's brain right now. You could be. All and this then, time I've been sad. I should really be happy because I'm in her brain. But that's only a, a possibility. It seems like a long shot, to be honest. I mean, but it's possible. It is possible. possible. I mean, and don't worry, Eileen. Like. I mean, you should be sad, but maybe in her imagination, like you're the person or the thing that she created to be sad. It's like that movie Inside Out, where like everyone has their parts. Oh, oh I'm sadness. Yeah, or you know, or whatever her version of that thing is. Uh-huh. Right. So you know, we never know. Oh. Like I'm just, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, if we are in uh in in Skeeter's brain, I mean. I think we all got to know that. Okay, we're here. We're we're here for a reason to fulfill some sort of part of her psyche that needs to be explored. Mm-hmm. You know, Skeeter, if I'm inside your brain right now, I will help fulfill your psyche to the best of my abilities. Yeah, you're still crying. I know. Though. I well, that's. I mean, if you're a sadness, then 
I guess that's then you're, it. That's your, it's your life then. Yeah. I look great in a blue turtleneck sweater. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. Sadness was wearing. That's right. I, um, uh, and also, I just want to take the time to... Look, I I have no problem with Piggy. I want everyone to know that. Ooh. I have no problem with Piggy. Um, and I think she can be all right sometimes, but mm-hmm. this is another one of those ones where I got to point out, you know, she wanted Kermit to ask her for, to marry her mm-hmm. in the scenario when he came as, you know, or as Kermit Anthony, you know, um, to just be a friend. They wanted to chill. Be, he was like, yeah, let's be cool. Like, let's believe has platonic friendship popping off. And she was mad immediately. Like, she didn't try to hide it. She was very mad that he didn't want anything romantically with her. She wanted his hand in marriage. Mm-hmm. So what happens? So Gonzo shows up. He's reinvented himself because she said previously that he does not exist in in Egypt. Like, a blue weirdo or whatever she said, something like that, does yeah. not exist in Egypt. Mm-hmm. And so he reinvented himself as uh, uh, Julius Gonzo. Yeah. yeah. And came after and asked for her hand in marriage, what she wanted. And then she put all these obstacles in front of him. It's like, if you don't, it's like, Piggy, why are you getting in your own way? You know, like, like, look, Kermit don't want you. And the minute that you accept that, the minute that you can finally move on and see what's good in front of you. I don't know. Like, I'm. I mean, I know I'm a comedian, but also I like I moonlight as a as a not as a as a novice therapist. And Mm -hmm. I just think that, you know. Piggy, you gotta love yourself, man. Like, stop chasing these unattainable goals, you know, or unattainable people that, you know, that don't that won't appreciate you the way they should be appreciated. You know, I don't know, but I, I don't know. I mean, I once again, props to Gonzo, man, because like, you're the you're the us's of the world, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's um I've, I agree with all of that. I was moved to tears. Yeah. In addition to my normal tears. Mm-hmm. Um unfortunately, I don't think that solves any We have not solved the mystery of Skeeter no. once again. No, We've no. got more theories, more underlines on on the board, mm-hmm. more I, more yarn, more yarn pinned onto the cork board. I mean, I you know, and I mean, looking at it, there's a lot of different scenarios on this board of what possibly could have happened. But, you know, I think, and for me, I would say it's rather a lean of, you you know, maybe there's some sort of of secret romance between Mm. Kermit and Skeeter that Miss Piggy didn't like. So, you know, she, I don't know, maybe she had somebody take her out. I don't know. I mean, who? and, and also at the same time, who do we know that like was willing to do anything for Piggy? You know, thinking that you know, like, oh, this is what's going to get me on the end, right? No. Some people will say Gonzo, maybe, maybe. yeah, maybe, you know, or uh, you take another to account. Um, Scooter tired of Skeeter, always like getting him into trouble, mm-hmm. always like making him go outside of his comfort zone to uh to for a reward that he you know doesn't want, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Whatever that thing is. So, you know, maybe something happened to him. It's weird that as a grown-up, he never mentions his own sister. Yeah. As if he's, like, trying to erase her from his own life, you know? I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of... To me, there's a lot of suspects. Also, just the fact of being, like, knowing how wild uh, Skeeter was as a child, you know, what can that lead to as an adult? That that type of wildness, you know, continues to keep you searching. So, you know, who knows? Maybe she could have ended up on drugs. Maybe she's out there on Skid Row somewhere or something. We don't know. On Skid Row. Yeah, on Skid Row. (laughs) (laughs) Our engineer, Robert Chan, is shaking his head enthusiastically to indicate how much he approves of this. It's not the opposite. Um, So there's a lot of a lot of possibilities that we can continue to look into on future episodes of Skeeterial. Mm-hmm. Uh, How many episodes of Muppet Babies are there? Or seasons, at least. Eight, Eight seasons. Eight seasons. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully we'll figure this out before we mm-hmm. get to the end. Uh, I was hoping today would be the day. Yeah. Um, but uh, Ronnie, thank you so much for joining us on, on our episode thank today. Thank you so much, Ronnie. Oh, thank you for having me, man. I just... I really wanted to come on here and help you guys figure this out so I can 
so you guys can get back to training those dolphins. I always, Thank you. You always seem so happy when you're out there training those dolphins. I just want to see happiness. Maybe that's my job in uh, Skeeter's brain, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of like um, champion happiness. Yeah. Yeah. I miss, I miss my favorite of the dolphins in the clan that we trained, Pod. I miss oh. my favorite of the dolphins in the pod that we trained. Yeah. Um, his name was... His name was just Jake. Yeah. Jake the Dolphin. Jake the Dolphin. Mm-hmm. I miss him. Well, uh, Ronnie, is there anything, any final things that you want to plug or any uh, words of wisdom you have? Um, plug, plug. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm ever at the UCB Theater. Every second every second Friday, 1030 UCB Sunset. Uh, my team, White Women, we have a show there, an improv show that we do. Your token friend, we invite guests. Um, um, to uh to come out and play with us. So we've had guests like Reggie Watts and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you know, Tuesday Night Thunder every Tuesday eight o'clock at the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harold Night. You know, whatever. Yeah, just all that type of stuff. It's fun. It is. It is fun. Support live comedy. Support live comedy because sometimes things that you love may or may not be alive. Just true. I mean, if anything, if out of anybody in the Muppet Babies. If I had to say who I think would be a, become an improv comedian, definitely would be Skeeter. Yeah. Definitely would be Skeeter. She commits. So look at look yeah, at those teams out there. Go to the live shows and see if you see any of any of these teams out here and you go like, wait a minute, that grown up orange thing looks familiar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Help us investigate by going to improv shows yeah, and let us know. All around this all around the country. Improv is everywhere, all around yeah. the country. Exactly. Everywhere. Uh, and you can follow Skaterial on social media. We would love to hear your theories or any thoughts you have about where Skeeter might be. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Skaterial. I'm on Twitter at I underscore lean. I'm on Twitter at, at Manser Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess for now, there's only one thing left to yeah, do. Only one thing. Uh, we uh, go bye-bye. Go bye-bye. Go bye-bye. Where did you go? Where did you go? I just don't know. Where did you go? Why aren't you here? Everything changed when you disappeared. By the way, the song is about the Muppet Babies. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardWalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.